Well, welcome to the Wealth Tank Podcast, Passive Investing for Veterans. Our mission is to educate, inspire, and motivate you to reach your goals of wealth and freedom. I'm Tom Groves, and with me today is my co-host, Noah Walton. Thank you, Tom. Today's guest is Rod Khalif. Rod is a powerhouse in the world of commercial multifamily investing. He has quite a history, which we will dive into, but he is the host of the Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate podcast. He's an educator and a mentor to hundreds in this business, and he is a true giver. Uh, we, we can say he's made a major impact in our lives, and we are honored to have him as a guest today. Thank you for joining us, Rod. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. This will be a lot of fun today. I'm looking forward to it. And and before we even get started, uh, I have to say to everyone listening, thank you for your service. I'm such a huge proponent for our military and first responders, and we live in the greatest country on earth because of you guys. So mm -hmm. thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, Rod. I appreciate that. Thanks. So to start us off, give you know, tell us your story. What? How did sure. you get started? You know, sure. uh, I know you're an immigrant. You know, your story. I'm an immigrant. To the US. Yep. And, yep. you know, what, what, what has been your path to achieve the success that you have today? Sure, sure. Well, I'm going to go way back to when I immigrated. So I, I was born in the Netherlands, you know, wooden shoes and windmills. And uh, we immigrated when I was six uh, with my brother, Albert, my mother's Vancha. We actually came across on a big boat. I remember my mom crying. We ended up in New York Harbor. I remember my mom crying when she saw the Statue of Liberty. True story. And... um that and flying on a plane for the first time were my only memories of that uh, moment in time. But we ended up in Denver, Colorado, and uh, we didn't have much when we got there. In fact, I remember we ate expired food. We shopped at an expired food store, which believe it or not, they had back then. And we um, uh, drank powdered milk with our cereal in the morning, which trust me, sounds better than it is, uh, but it was cheaper than real milk. And I remember wearing clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army, literally all the way through junior high school till finally I got disgusted when I was 14. And I, luckily I was tall for my age. So I lied about my age at Burger King and I got a job flipping burgers when I was 14. So I could buy my own clothes and then ultimately buy a car when I was 15, even before I had a license. But, you know, I'm sure you've got people, you know, veterans that have maybe had it harder than I did. Um, luckily back then I knew I wanted more and luckily my mom had an incredible work ethic. So, you know, she was uh, even a bit of an entrepreneur, no formal education, but she invested in the stock market with her babysitting money, uh, successfully in IPOs. Uh, and then she also invested in real estate with her babysitting money. In fact, the first real estate acquisition she made was the house right across the street from us. She bought it from a family named the Jewels when I was about 14 for about 30 grand. And then when I was 17, she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep that had gone up in value to 50 grand. I'm like, what? You made 20 grand and you didn't do anything? Screw college, I'm getting into real estate, mom. So I went out and got my real estate broker's license right when I turned 18. Uh, I could actually have my own office. I was a broker. You know, you could do that with education back then. Um, but, uh, you know, they got smart. Now you have to have some experience before you can have your own office. But I was a broker. And I was smart enough to go work for another broker, but I was still living at home. My first year in real estate, I made about eight grand. My second year, I made about 10 grand. But my third year, I made over $100,000, which back in 1980 was some pretty decent change. So what happened between year two and year three that caused me to 10x my income? Well, what happened was I met a guy. I was dating his daughter. Uh, his name was Gino, and her name was Kim. And, and I was dating her, and he was a broker, and I worked for him. And he taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology, how really 80 to 90% of your success in anything is your mindset and psychology. Only 10 to 20% is the mechanical stuff we talk about on our podcasts. You know, and fast forward to today, 
I've owned over 2,000 houses that I rented long-term in three states, and then I own now thousands of apartment units. And in 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And if you want to do the math on that, it's about over $8,000 an hour over the year. And of course I did, and I got a head so freaking big, I couldn't fit it through a door. I thought I was a real estate god. And you know, when that happens, sometimes God of the universe will give you a nice little smack. Well, that was 2008. I lost $50 million in 2008. I lost everything. And so what I'm known for talking about on my podcast, which I'm blessed to say now is the largest commercial real estate podcast in the world. We've just broke 16 million downloads. Really proud of that. And, and, and what I'm proud of, you know, and, and what I'm no, and what I'm known for talking about there and at my boot camps is really the mindset it took to have 50 million to lose in the first place, but maybe as importantly, maybe even more importantly, the mindset it took to recover from losing it to, you know, to get back to the success that I'm blessed to have today. So, um, you know, happy to take this conversation, whatever direction you guys want. No, that's phenomenal. And yeah, absolutely. The mindset is huge. And, uh, you know, seeing that, you know, how you came back from losing so much during the 08 crash and not just throwing in the towel, I uh, do. Hey, do people killed down? themselves. Yeah, people killed themselves yeah. back then in 08 and 09, and of course in the Great Depression, jumped off buildings, were losing about the same amount proportionately. Uh, I can't tell you uh, it didn't suck as it did, but you know, yeah, 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 and that, that's huge, you know, and, and to be able to not just make it through that, but come back even stronger, and that that's yeah. definitely, and you know, I guess kind of a, a question on that would be, you know, what as somebody who's just getting into say commercial real estate or just getting into the entrepreneurial side of things, what can they, what would you recommend they do to, to sure. foster and great build question. that mindset? Great, great question. Uh, well, here's what I did to reassociate, to, to, to get back in the saddle. I reassociated with my goals. Okay. In fact, if, if you come to one of my boot camps and you know this, no, cause you've been to them. The first thing we do is goal setting on steroids because you know, how do you get anything if you don't know what it is? You got to know what it is you want, right? You got to know what you want and you've got to uh, know why you want it because and you've got to have clarity because you what you've got to do is you've got to create what napoleon hill in, in his book think and grow rich says a burning desire you've got to really want it because that's how you push through fear to take action that's how you you know uh uh, push through limiting beliefs. I'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, and also a lot of people are comfortable. You know, if you're a vet and you've got a nice retirement, you might be comfortable. But here's the problem. The comfort zone's a nice warm place and nothing freaking grows there. Right. It's so, true. you know, yes. you wouldn't be listening. You wouldn't be listening to this great show if if you were totally satisfied with where you're at. So, um, you know, and, and that burning desire is the first piece. So uh, and I'll give you guys a great deal if you want to come. I've got a boot camp coming up. But even if you don't, I do goal setting every year on on New Year's Day. And and it's it's in my link tree. If you go to rodslinks.com, rods, plural, links, plural, dot com, and you go to the bottom, there's my goal setting workshop. It's with music. It's about an hour and 15 minutes. Here's the thing, guys. You know, people spend more time planning a freaking birthday party than they do designing their lives. This is designing your life. So, you know, if you've got, you know, have your spouse do it. Have you got kids that are over 10 years old, have them do it. You know, nothing could be more powerful for a kid than to get lined up with what they want uh, in life. And so, you know, mm -hmm. go there, go to Rod's links. There's a guide you can download. It's music. It's professionally done right here in my studio. Really proud of it. And I don't try to sell you anything. It's just, you know, it's, it, do it because and honestly you should be doing your goals at least three times a year um so uh so it starts with goals no that's the first thing um 
And then once you've got clear on what you want, you've got to make a decision. And and sometimes, you know, that could be the most important decision of your life. And when I say decision, I don't mean dip your freaking toe in the water or put one foot in and one foot out. I mean, it is done Go for it. Like, yeah, it is freaking done. There's no there's no turning back. And an analogy, great analogy that Tony Robbins uses for a decision is if you're going to attack the island in battle, you burn your ships because you're taking their damn ships home. That's a freaking decision. Right. So so you, that's that's the that's the the the, the next piece. And then uh, the, the, the then you got to take the first step. And uh, so, and sometimes that can be the scariest step of your life. And, you know, we see it uh, in my students. Uh, you know, it's the law of the first deal. It ta- you know, it takes the longest. It it it's the scariest. It's the most stressful. I see my warriors, my students, they you know, they might go six months, eight months. They don't have a deal. Then they get one. And then they, I turn around and they have four. I'm like, what the hell happened? Well, yeah. you know, they got past that law, the first deal. But just remember, yeah. you got to take that first step. Like Dr. Martin Luther King said, you take that first step in faith. The next step will be revealed. But but you got to take that first step. That's Absolutely. Awesome. So, you know, Rod, you're talking about faith and talking about fears and all this stuff. Um, I got a question for you. Um, what do you what have you seen or what do you see? that are some of the biggest fears that people get tripped up, some of the biggest hindrances, why people are so afraid to move forward to take that first step. Awesome. Awesome question. Awesome question. Uh, In fact, first time I've ever been asked that question, and and I'm really glad you asked it. Uh, And and that's what holds people back, you know, is fear or limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, what is fear? False evidence appearing real? Uh, you know, uh, F everything and run, or I like to think it's face everything and rise. Okay. And, and so, you know, uh, the biggest fears are, well, big one is fear of rejection. That was huge for me. In fact, let me share something with you. When I immigrated this country, in fact, I've got the props here. I can show you when I immigrated this country, uh, I got thrown into school. I was six years old, didn't speak English, found out what bullies were for the first time. So I got my butt kicked occasionally. And then my mom, hang on, let me grab them. proud Dutch woman that she is thought it'd be a great idea to send me to school in these wooden shoes. These are the real shoes. We found them when we put her in assisted living and these, these gay leather shorts that the Germans wear for Oktoberfest. Sorry, for the German, <laughs> but you know what they look like, but yeah, but anyway, yep. uh, uh, yeah, later. Was exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and so I got my ass kicked again. And then, you know, I had bullies that were lived at the end of my street and they chased me home and she chased my mama chased him off with a fly swatter next day, butt kicking. And so I came up with this belief system that I wasn't good enough. And a lot of people have these limiting beliefs. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not analytical enough. That's another one of mine. You know, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. And there's a reason the acronym for belief systems is BS because 99% of them are BS, but, but you've got to, you've got to approach them. You've got to look at them with your adult rational mind and recognize that they're BS. Cause I used to, be so fear of, fearful of rejection, but I came to the realization anybody that rejected me either didn't know me or they had their own crap going on, right? And I had to, yeah, I had yeah. to own that. But so if you've got one of those limiting beliefs, I'd encourage you to really look at it and consciously, and if you do it enough, it'll go away. And mine did. I used to be afraid of raising my hand in class. And now, as you guys know, I speak in front of thousands of people a year. But uh, so limiting beliefs is one thing. And then the fear like I said, the fears are fear of rejection, fear of failure is a big one. So let's talk about failure for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I call failure seminars. That was a $50 million seminar. It was an expensive freaking seminar, but, but yeah. you know, it's only a failure if you don't get back up or you don't get the lesson, right? And so, um, you know, 
we fail our way to success. I mean, look, I'm, I'm a poster child for failure. I've, I've built, I've discovered this a few years ago. I was blown away by how many there were, but I've built 27 businesses so far in my career, several worth tens of millions of dollars, most spectacular flaming seminars. Okay. Cause again, we fail our way to success. I, I got to meet the billionaire owner of Spanx, uh, Sarah Blakely, you know, the, the women's undergarments yeah. that hold it all together. Beautiful human being. In fact, I just saw her at Grant Cardone's growth con her and her husband, Jesse Isler, but I met her at a mastermind years ago. And, um, she told me that her dad used to ask her and her brother once a week, what have you failed at this week? And I thought, what a freaking awesome question to ask your kids so they don't fear failure, right? So, yeah. so again, fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of humiliation, um, limiting beliefs, and, and comfort. These are, these are all the things that hold people back. Uh, and, uh, and so, so um, you know, just, uh, you know, great question, Tom. But, but uh, again, you got to get uncomfortable. That amazing life of your dreams is just on the other side of comfort. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, awesome. that's amazing, Rod. And that, that leads me to, you know, it, obviously there's the internal side of, of fear. But, you know, what about the external side? So I know often I hear people saying, oh, the market and the, what's going on in the economy and the world right now. Could you yeah dive a little I'm bit glad into you asked. that you know? yeah yeah because, I, I mean because, we're headed for some pain man we're headed yeah, for some pain i really believe education, it education yeah edu education is one of i think one of the best ways to help curb fear the more you right. know about a situation the better you can make decisions around that and pivot as you need to so what you know what you know, have you seen it's, it's what, funny. what is your take yeah. It's funny. I, I'm in a lot of cash right now. And I just had a conversation with my brother about this. He's in a lot of cash. I mean, we're like rubbing our hands together greedily getting ready for this thing, right? Okay. I mean, they're, they're, listen, we're going to have some pain. Some people say it could be the greatest transfer of wealth we see in our lifetimes. But here's the thing. You got to get up to speed. You got to get up to speed as fast as yep. possible so you can capitalize on it. So I pulled some articles today because I was just going to do a little Facebook clip on this. So let me tell you just today what I got, what I got in my email. So Jim Bottolato, uh, the director of multifamily capital markets in Newmark's Philly office said there is 430 billion in debt maturities coming due in multifamily in 23 and 24. Wow. Just in multifamily, just in multifamily, in all commercial asset classes, there's 2.8 trillion coming due. Guys, here's the thing: wow. a lot, of, a lot of that debt is is adjustable rate debt. But even even if it isn't, uh, the rates have gone up a lot. And if an operator that bought a property didn't accurately, you know, conservatively stress test the deal to to anticipate a pretty big rate jump, they're either going to have to you know, bring in some rescue capital or sell at a discount. And what does that mean? That means opportunity, guys. Okay. So, you know, yes. and this could be, this could be smaller properties in the million range, all the way up to 50, 60, $100 million deals. I mean, and, and then the other article today was um, in CoStar, investors basically bought $14 billion with a multifamily in the first quarter of this year, but that is a 74% year over year decline right now, 74% decline. I mean, so guys, wow. you know, uh, it, 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 now it's the people that kind of want to sell, but pretty soon it's going to be the people that need to sell. Need and to if sell. you get up, yes. if you 100%. get up to speed, so, so here's the thing I, I want to say, you know, I mean, you're obviously listening to this cause you like multifamily, but, but you got to pick your vehicle right now. And there's going to be opportunity in everything, opportunity to buy businesses, a lot of baby boomers that own businesses, opportunity there, opportunity to buy single family, of course, other asset classes, self-storage, industrial, retail. I wouldn't do office, forget office right now. It's it's going in a tailspin. But but there's other asset classes, 
Uh, obviously, if it's multifamily, get your butt to my boot camp. I've got a virtual one coming up May 6th and 7th. And can I can I bring it up real quick? You guys absolutely go for it. Go for okay. So it's a two day event. I don't sell anything there. And I if and what's the name of your podcast again? Forgive me. The Wealth Tank the Wealth Podcast. Tank. Well, okay. Use the code Wealth. And you can come for forty-seven freaking dollars, okay? And I don't sell anything there. And and Noel, you've been to my, you you can attest that, you know, I don't hold anything yes. back. Uh, yeah, okay. 100%. So 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 if you go to Rod's links, Rod's plural links plural dot com, and uh, you go, there's my bootcamp site there. By the way, there's a ton of free resources there. I told you that my goal setting guide is there, but there's the bootcamp site there. Just use the code wealth. And um, Noel, remind me if I forget, because I got to tell my team that I did this and I don't usually do this, but uh, tell my team I did this. And I'll also include the recordings of the event. Okay, it's 16 to 18 hours of training. We go over every aspect of the business, uh, multifamily. Now, if you're interested in multifamily, you know, go. But uh, again, use the code WEALTH um, for $47 price. And uh, I've never had a awesome. complaint on that. It's yeah, thousands deal. of people attend. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's, that's huge right. value. Thank you. Absolutely. So anyway, I think that you know what's going to hit the fan. I think there's going to be some serious pain in this country. And and again, but here's the other thing, okay? Um, if you're watching this in 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 this podcast or or listening to it, you're a leader, and now more than ever, the world needs leaders, okay? And your focus is super critical in what's coming, and that's why the goals are so important. So that you're focused on the goals instead of the crap that's in the news. And I don't care. And and you know, don't get me started on the political crap, but it's all crap. You, you don't even know what to believe anymore. It's it's so sure. much crap out there. So so don't get caught up in that because whatever you focus on gets larger, both positive or negative. And if you're focused on the news, you're just going to be stressed out. And ask me, this is a ask me how I know thing because I've been, it it's been so beating my head against the wall with the stupidity that's going on in this country right now uh, that's causing all these problems. Um, and they just keep magnifying it. But don't, we won't go down that political rabbit hole, but it's just insane what's going on. And so, but focus is critical. And so pay attention to what you're focused on, your goals, the people you love. In my podcast, I do a clip every week called Own Your Power. It's it's five minutes. You give me five minutes a week, I'll juice your ass, okay? Because they're music and they're powerful. And there's hundreds of them there. And uh, and so, but bring in the good stuff. You know, stand guard at the door to Absolutely. your mind and, and, and leave out the bad stuff. Bring in the good stuff, especially in this time that we're about to hit because fear is going to be rampant, okay? And so it's critical that you're focused on what you want and why you want it so you stay you have that narrow focus and again you're a leader people are watching you they're watching what you're doing if you get caught up in fear you will be paralyzed and you won't be leading that's yeah absolutely, absolutely true you know Thanks. you know rod i just want to kind of touch base on a couple things i got a couple questions for you one kind of uh heading out of 2008 2009 you said where you lost 50 million dollars for you listening right now that may be blowing your mind saying how could you absolutely recover from losing that amount of money from losing you know that quantity of assets but you know lesson learned a seminar whatever we want to call it so coming out of that how did that prepare you to put you in the position where you are now well, well, listen. Do you or think how did I'm you utilize that? You yeah, know yeah. I mean? Do you think do you think I'm conservative now? 
You better freaking believe it, okay? I've only bought two assets in the last uh, year and a half, uh, both f screaming deals, okay? But, uh, you know, and my, my ex-partner, I was involved with him uh, with, with quite a few other deals that he bought, and they're, they're good deals, but the ones I got were great deals because I'm so freaking conservative. I mean, listen, hit me once, shame on you. Hit me twice, it's my fault, right? So I, I don't know if I said that right, but you know what I mean. And, and, yeah. and so, uh, you know, I'm super conservative. I stress test deals like crazy meaning you know what's the break-even point how much in reserves are we bringing in the deal how have we estimated what what the cap rates will be five years from now what the interest rates will be five years from now how conservative are we there you know how much extra cash do we have and these are all really important things and and things that that I take very very seriously so that's how that crash you know affected me um, yeah. You know, I, I, again, it, it was no fun. Uh, but but, uh, you know, here's the other thing I'll mention, Tom, uh, as, that relates to that is, you know, we've all had negative things happen to us and we choose the meaning we place on what happens to us. OK, and you can take a horrifically negative thing and put a positive meaning on it. And for me, I would have never met my wife. And if you follow me on social media, you'll see how big a deal that is because I am married to a supermodel, beautiful woman, and, and she's more beautiful on the inside than the outside. And I, I would give it all up again for her. That's how much she means to me. So that's the meaning I placed on it. And again, if you've got something that negative that happened to you, take a look at it and see that you can't put a positive meaning on it. Uh, you know, two people can have the same seemingly horrific thing happened. I, I know Tony Robbins used, I mentioned him a lot because I followed him around the planet for 20 years, but he, he'll put like people on stage that were POWs for like seven years. That's just an example that just popped into my head where this guy was an, and he came out stronger than when he went in. And, and of course yeah. that destroyed other people. So, so, you know, this is relevant to your audience here, but uh, I forgot his name. I wish I'd know it. Cause it'd be great to share with your audience. He's a real inspiring guy, but uh, I remember him talking about tapping on the walls to communicate with other prisoners and stuff like that. But I mean, this guy was a freaking rock star and he came out again, he came out stronger. And of course there's a positive meaning in that. So mm -hmm. anyway, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So you have just a couple more questions. And uh, this is one question that we'd love to ask people. And uh, I know you've heard the question before and people can just kind of be, you know, throw out quirky quotes or whatever else. But thinking if you had a billboard in Times Square, you know, if you had a voice that loud where you have thousands, tens of thousands of people walking by every day, and they can view that and they can see what you're trying to share with them. What is something that you would share with them if you had that? Which you do, yeah. you have that There's outreach so to, many. to thousands yeah. of people. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm blessed that I, I've, got, I've got a big reach. So, you know, I've got literally a couple hundred quotes, but I, I mean, I, I'm going to steal Nike's quote, which is just freaking do it because I'm going to yeah. tell you mm -hmm. um, the when I when I ask my audience, uh, when I ask my guests and I've had some of the largest multifamily operators on the planet on my show, you know, I ask them, you know, the common question is, if what would you tell your 18 year old self knowing what you know now? I mean, question we've heard many, many times, but it's always get started sooner, go bigger, faster. And and, mm -hmm. you know, and and. So, so when I say just do it, it's, it's push through that fear. It's push through those limiting beliefs and take that first step. Be willing to grind for a few years like most people won't so you can live the rest of your life like most people can't. Mm -hmm. So if you can put all that together in a quote on a billboard, that's really the message I'd love to get out there. Yeah, that's, awesome. it's simple, but it's profound. I mean, it's yeah. you start it and you don't have to have- you Follow through. 
Yeah, you don't have Listen, to see the whole staircase either. That's right. You know, you, that's right. A step the at a time, of it, and you learn as you go. Lao Tzu said the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, but you got to take that step, and then you'll see the next step, and then you'll see the next step. Some of the steps will be smaller, some will be bigger, but that's just. But you got to have that forward momentum. You got to take action. And here's the other thing: action mitigates fear. It's counterintuitive. You become more yeah. fearful if you stay glued in and you don't do anything. When you kick ass and you and you go take action. It mitigates the fear. Whenever anything. Whenever I ever have anything stressful happen to me, you know, a deal blow up or I get sideways with something, I, I, the, the what I do to mitigate it is I go take massive action. I make lists. I go, do, you know, take action, make phone calls, and that mitigates the fear. So just remember that. If you're caught in fear, go take some action. Go get around people that are doing yeah. this. Come to my freaking boot camp. It's less than a cost of lunch. You know, it's a no-brainer. And if you, yeah, and, and if you don't it. love it, if you don't love it, Call me, I'll give you your freaking money back. I don't mean like it, I mean love it. <laughs> okay? Yep. I mean, it's never yeah, happened, but absolutely. this is the first time for everything. No, that's awesome. 100%. And uh, so, Rod, in you know, say the last maybe five to 10 years, is there some new belief, behavior, or habit that you've adopted that has brought the most improvement to your life? What is that? Um. It's been a, it's been a, it's been, I'd say, well, I mean, there's a few, but I'll, I'll hone in on one, which is focus. Um, the most successful people on the planet have the highest degree of focus. So I, I've worked on my focus. I just bought a cold plunge, by the way. <laughs> I haven't got in it yet. I, I took my second cold shower today. I'm doing the Wim Hof thing where I'm going to do the cold shower for about a week and then, then I'll get my happy ass in that cold plunge. But I'm excited <laughs> to get in there because, because it really helps with focus. But, yeah. um, but I, I think it, it would be to develop your focus, you know, and, and I listen to two podcasts. One is Joe Rogan's. The other one is Tim Ferriss's. So I get both sides of the aisle. And, and on Tim Ferriss's show, you know, he, he interviews the best of the best in different walks of life, you know, best athletes like Michael Phelps and NFL NBA players, best, best actors, Jamie Foxx, Ed Norton, Hugh Jackman, Arnold, uh, you know, Ray, billionaires like Ray Dalio, the heads of the biggest companies on the planet, CEOs like Zuckerberg and forgetting the politics uh, you know, he deconstructs um, um, how they achieve their success. And I started to hear a pattern on Tim Ferriss's show, which is really interesting that ties into focus. A lot of these people meditate. And what does meditation mm -hmm. enhance, right? Focus. So yeah. I think that's probably one of the biggest things that's helped me because I'm all over the place. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I wouldn't say I'm, uh, what's that term uh, that kids have that, uh, Attention uh, deficit disorder. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't say that I'm that, but I'm probably close. And so the focus really helps a lot um, yeah. in that regard. Yeah. No, Heck, when great. I was a kid, they yeah, called absolutely. it OLP, obnoxious yeah. little punk. <laughs> so that's, that's funny. That's funny. I, I hate the fact that they medicate these kids. That their that their freaking school is so boring that they have to do that crap. So don't get me started on that. Let's leave that in politics alone. But I got to tell that's you, right. don't get me uh, <laughs> yeah. started on all this. Yeah, it, it's you moving forward. Yeah, right. it, it is interesting how we see that as a weakness as kids that that are hyperactive. But as an adult, it can be a it can actually be a superpower if you learn oh, to you harness bet. it. And uh, it's it's. 100%. So, uh, well, awesome. so yeah. I want to share one thing if we're getting near the end yes. of this thing. If you'll, if yeah, you'll humor it, me, is it, is it time for that or do you have some more questions? Go for it. Yeah. Take your time. All right. You, all right. So, 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 you, so, you know, we talked, we talked about these strategies for success and I told you about goals. They're huge. Go to Rod's links, do the damn goals, just do it or come to my boot camp. That's even better. But, but, um, you know, and then the decision and then the first step. 
And the other thing is playing to your strengths, okay? In this business, you want to play to your strengths. There's lots of different hats you can wear. And if you're playing to your strengths, you're happy. You're doing what you love. You never work another day in your life. And, and, and the big thing with that is you're passionate. And to influence people, you need passion. So if you're doing what you love, you'll be passionate. So I, I do want to mention that as another strategy because it's an important one. But here's, an, here's something um, that I want to share, something in my past. Uh, Noel, I know you've heard me talk about this, but it's important. And that is... You know, I, I, when I had nothing, I dreamt about living on the beach. Okay. I lived in Denver. There's no beach in Denver. And so, so I visualized the palm trees and the sand and the surf. And I, I worked, I, I literally did this for 20 years, visualizing, you know, living on the beach. And 20 years later, I built this incredible $8 million, 10,000 square foot mansion on the beach. I mean, this place was magnificent, but it was unthinkable when I was 18. So if I guide you through the goals, just realize there's nothing you can't do, be, or have. Okay. You just got to go for it and, 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 and use the strategies that I teach in that to do it. But um, so, I mean, just to describe this place, I had a giant waterfall from the second floor balcony into the pool. You had to walk through the waterfall to get into the pool. Pools in magazines and big uh, spiral staircase up through the middle of the house. It was magnificent. Wine cellar, elevator. And I owned the beach on one side and I had my boats on the backside. It was called a Gulf to Bay where I owned a slice through the island. And I'll end it with this. On the second floor, I had custom aquariums built around the spiral staircase that cost me almost 200 grand. So this gives you an idea of the house. Well, I, I worked for this thing for 20 years. Two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool at night and I'm looking up at this testament to my ego, which is really what it was. It was to prove the world that I mattered, that I was good enough, right? You know, because I had that limiting belief that I wasn't. And you know, the pool's changing colors. It's got fiber optic lighting and my family's inside sleeping. And I had the Maserati and the Mercedes, two Mercedes and the boats and the jet skis and all the stuff, right? And I got depressed. And I don't mean a little depressed. I mean, I was really depressed. I'm like, what the hell? How could I possibly be depressed when I've just achieved, you know, from societal standards, you know, 10X or 100X on what most people have. And what I realized, this is what I want to share with your audience is super important. There were several things going on. The first thing is, is never achieve a big goal without having other goals lined up behind it, right? That, like the good book says, you need a vision for the future. Without a vision, the people perish is the quote, I think. And, and, and so you got to know what you're going to do. And, and the second thing is, it's never about the goals. You got to have them to create that burning desire. But happiness comes from progress and growth. And so, you know, um, I was didn't know how I was going to grow. And by the way, I talk about that and I give you an awesome planning session at the end of my goal setting, which both at the boot camp and uh, uh, at the bottom of Rod's link. So that'll really help you as it relates to progress and growth. But um, but the big thing was I was totally focused on me, you know, show the world I matter, show the world I'm good enough. Rod, 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 blah, 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 you know, and, and that's the year I met Tony Robbins 23 years ago. And I went and saw him live because I'm like, I got to get my mojo back. I mean, this is bad. I got to get, you know, get back on my feet. And uh, so I went and saw him live and I saw that he fed families for the holidays. And I'm like, what a concept. Do something for someone else. You know, I'm embarrassed to say I had to be freaking 40 to get that memo. And so I called my brother in Denver. I said, hey, bro, let's feed five families because I was coming to see him in Denver for Thanksgiving. And so we had a lot of fun. We found, he called his church, found five families who really needed help. And we bought the food and the toys for the kids if they had them and everything. And the third family changed my life. We go up to this, this shack, one bedroom, wasn't even a one bedroom. And there was a Hispanic woman there with five kids. She comes out, she sees the food and the frozen turkey and the toys, and she starts crying. Her kids come out, two of the older ones start crying. I start crying and I'm hooked. And I'm blessed to say in the last 23 years, we fed, I think, upwards of 135,000 children here in Sarasota. Life changer. 
Thank you. Wow. We've done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with, with tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies. And I'm, by the way, there's a message in this. It's not for my personal uh, ego here. I've, I've done tens of thousands of teddy bears to local police departments for officers to keep in their vehicles and they encounter a child they need to comfort that's been in a bad situation. The reason I bring this up is we've been taught to achieve to be happy. Like we shouldn't be happy until we've achieved, right? And that's kind of a, a United States, or maybe it's even a worldly doctrine. Um, but I'm going to tell you, if you're giving back, you're happily achieving. And I know that's a play on words, but it's an important one. You know, Tony Robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. Achievement's a science. You want to learn multifamily, get your butt to my boot camp. I'm going to give you the blueprint, the map. You just got to go do it. But fulfillment, that's a science achievement, but fulfillment is an art. You got to find out what juices you. For me, it's kids. Maybe yeah. for you, it's animals or the environment or the elderly, whatever it is, give back right mm -hmm. now. Now, if you're saying to yourself, yeah, you have a lot of money, you can do it. No, you want more money, do it, okay? Because that's what happens, okay? Now, you don't do it for that reason, but give back right now, even if it's just your time. Because I'm going to yeah. tell you, the success will come faster. You know, I don't know if you were at my boot camp in Denver, Noel, but we did the Hall of Fame for the 10 top, well, well, 10, we picked 10 warriors. There weren't, we got so many, we didn't know how to pick them, but we picked 10. And we, we, did, we did a slide for each one. We gave them an incredible prize and, and had them on stage. And I saw a pattern. Every single one of them does something philanthropic, build schools in India, sexual trafficking, veterans suicide, veterans homelessness. Mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah. every single one of them did something. I'm like, guys, and I told the 900 people there, uh, that's what we call a freaking clue, okay? So again, yeah, I just wanted to it. share that before we cut loose. Absolutely. Lifelong that, journeys, it, man, that's awesome. Thank yeah, you. It's powerful. It absolutely, you know, you. what you when you give, you receive, and it's uh, it's so it. true. And uh, and whatever you believe, yeah. yeah, God, the and universe just, doesn't matter. Absolutely, we we had the opportunity as a team to uh, make a donation as well to Veterans Community Project uh, just mm -hmm. this past November as a result yeah. of the success we've seen in multifamily. And that was just it. it it's powerful to see. Uh, you know, be able to make just even a minimal impact in such a great organization like that. I, I so, gave, I gave to it as well. Same, same organization. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Our mutual awesome friend. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. Well, hey, 100%. Rod, you know, thank you so much for your time today. And mm -hmm. uh, for you listening, you know, we just want to encourage you all the links. If you didn't write them down, that's fine. We're going to include those, those links for Rod's uh, bootcamp and rodslinks.com. We're going to include those in the show notes. So you can just click on those and uh, learn more about Rod, what he's doing. But uh, Rod, again, as we wrap up this episode, you know, how can somebody reach out to you? How can our listeners yeah, no, get Rod, involved Rod's with what yeah, Rod's links is the best thing. It's got my, it's got all my social media uh, channels there. And if you ask me a question on any one of them, you will get an answer from me. Okay, so so I answer every single question. So don't hesitate to ask questions. Um, it's got my podcast link there. Check out my podcast. I'm really proud of it. I think you'll love it. And guys, if you're listening to this and this podcast, make sure you go to iTunes and leave them a five star review because that really helps them get known. And we want as many veterans as possible. We want to help veterans. That's something I'm very passionate about as well. So you know. So, uh, awesome. make sure, make sure you do that for these guys. Yep. Thank you so much. Appreciate awesome. it. And thank, thank you, you for uh, taking time to listen to the Well Tank podcast today. To learn more about investing in multifamily real estate with JCOR, download our free passive investing guide at our website at jcorinvestments.com. And be sure to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you're ready to take the leap and come invest, you can join our free investor club 
absolutely free, no strings attached. We will personally connect with you first to determine if you're qualified to invest and if you're a good partner with us. All these details will be in our show notes. But like, like uh, as Rod mentioned, if you found value from this podcast, we would love and be honored to have you leave us a five-star rating and review. Share with a friend and drop Rod a note as well on his social. Just let him know uh, you enjoyed this episode as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So until next time, go Army, beat Navy. <laughs> Thank love you, Rod. It. Love it. Nice job, awesome. guys.